Episode 54 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort and coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplore.com, on Twitter at tdrexplore, on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplore. I'm your host, um, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter at DreamSweetsLove and also on Instagram. And with me, as always, the ever-dapper, ever-charming Chris. Chris, tell us about yourself. Hey, everyone. I am the chief content editor and also the unofficial photographer for TDR Explorer (laughs) because I bought myself an actual camera. That's so exciting. I got myself the Canon GX7, I believe (laughs) <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> nice. So now, so now I am taking a little bit better photos instead of using my iPhone because I kind of outgrew that. But besides taking amateur photos, I'm also eating all the seasonal food at the parks. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. You can find me on my personal Twitter at Burnin Lover and also on Instagram under the same name. All right, so let's just get right into it because we actually got quite a bit to cover tonight, today. We got news today. To Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got lots of news. There's lots of news. And we actually had to cut some because we're going to do it next week. So we got news. We got our crowd forecast. We're, we're going to talk about a show, a Halloween show that used to happen at Tokyo Disney Sea called the Mysterious Masquerade. So we're going to give you the lowdown about what this show was all about. And then we have our park tip and also our listener question. Okay, news. Let's just let's just get right into it. Oh, there's quite a bit here. <laughs> Where do I start? Um, let's see. So Tokyo Disney Sea has their 15th anniversary happening right now. And they just announced that they're going to be doing the quote-unquote grand finale which starts on january 13th 2017 and runs until the end of the end of the event which is march 17th 2017 and what does that mean what does that mean (laughs) there is a new uh section or part or whatever you want to call it in the crystal wishes journey show so they're adding this new like little story thing to it and all the characters are going to have new costumes they're supposed to glitter more or shine more oh my gosh merchandising opportunity yeah and then with that there's going to be about 50 new pieces of merchandise for you to buy there you go and there's also going to be more food as well okay that's cool so that's pretty cool that they're doing you know something for the Uh, for the uh, end of the 15th anniversary better than nothing i guess I guess it's good for them because they can sell new merchandise. I mean, let's see <laughs> if they actually make the show worth watching this time. 
So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Maybe they finished the show. Maybe this was uh, maybe they like they had the plan for the show and they're like, oh, look, let's cut out this part and just do this from the beginning and then we'll do a grand finale. Right. So maybe this time they'll have like some kind of effects, which would be great. Yeah. So uh, this new section that they're adding is supposed to be it kind of like sends everyone off on a new adventure is kind of how it translated as. So it sounds like they're kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say riding off into the sunset, but it's kind of like the show is like going on to somewhere else. Like they're going on a different journey or something. Well, you know, it's like the journey of Disney Sea. I get that. That that makes sense. And, and it's fitting for an anniversary show. So like the, the actual story, I think, is is fine for sure. Yeah. And so I guess we'll we'll see on January 13th if it's any good. And it better be. I hope I hope so. I hope so, I have, yeah. Have, you know. And and the costumes they could use some improvement. I can not the character costumes, the character costumes are gorgeous, perfect, fine. The dancer costumes could use a lot of improvement. So I'm kind of looking forward to that actually a lot. To see if yeah. they change that. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll just stick on some more LEDs to make them shine more. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if they did like a nighttime show? Oh, a night version? Yeah, that would be, be really cool. And with the crystals sparkling at night, wouldn't that oh, be fantastic? If they did that, I'd be I'd be all over that. I would too, actually. Oh, that'd be beautiful. All right, what else is in the news, Chris? There's a whole bunch of Duffy stuff coming out. Oh my and, gosh, I saw that. So, and this time, it's not like new costumes or anything. It's, well, costumes that humans can wear, Yay. I guess. <laughs> so there's a Duffy hoodie. And also Shelly May version. And also room wear. Both Duffy and Shelly May. And they're fluffy. It fluffy, fluffy, fluffy. So comfy. I might actually have to buy the hoodie because it looks ridiculously adorable. <laughs> I held off on it last year. And I really wanted it last year. And I'm like, no, no. Because I, I bought from a different store, um, which I love, which also sells like fluffy pajamas. And this year... I think I'm gonna. I I I I don't want to, but I think I'm gonna hold off again because I really, really want a gelatony version. Uh, and you know, you know, next year they're gonna have it, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, and why don't they have a Chip and Dale pajamas? I don't know. Because that would be so ridiculous. Yeah, it would be, and I'd be all over that, like. Like crazy. <laughs> Someone needs to make it because that would be way, way like a whole line. Like, can you imagine like in like um, you know how like in Disneyland they have like the house store, yeah. Like have a whole Chippendale like household items line, like toothbrushes and pillows and pajamas and slippers and things like that. I'd probably buy all of it. <laughs> I think especially for autumn, it would be really really cute. Ah. Uh. I bet you, I bet you something like that's going to come out it's eventually. It's eventually going to come. They always do something like Winnie the Pooh or like Minnie or Daisy. But I think Chip and Dale, and especially we've seen a lot more Chip and Dale goods lately. I think it has a lot of potential. Oh, please make it happen. Please make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> it would be so cozy. Oh, it would be. But if you if you want to get yourself a Duffy hoodie, they start selling it at Disney Sea on October 1st. And if you want to check out what it all looks like, we have it up on our website. We have all the photos there. So go check it out. 
Oh my gosh. And it looks so adorable. Oh, it does. It does. Uh, speaking about the 15th anniversary, they released more merchandise already. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but the stuff is kind of pricey. Because it's it's anniversary, like, like limited edition special goods, right? So there's this bronze Mickey statue that is 33,000 yen, which is about $320. Yeah. It's <laughs> expensive. It's, I mean, but if you think about it, like, you know, like in the American parks, when they release some of those limited edition goods, it gets like even higher, right? So if you uh, compare it to those goods, it's not too horrific. You know what I mean? It's like still in the affordable range. I guess. But that's just, it's not something I would buy. I would never buy that. Right? The resort cruiser looks cool. It though. does. Mm-hmm. But the price isn't. But it's a collectible, right? It's like for those people that collect those yeah, replicas. They, just, they love those. They and do. it's 25,000 yen, which is about $240. Yeah. Which is, it's up there. It's up there. So you have to be like a hardcore collector to want to spend that kind of money. You do. Yeah. I think the vehicles, though, are always kind of like one of the more interesting parts because they mm. might change in the future so you have like that moment of like that moment in time you know yeah yeah that's that, that's true definitely and then there's the mickey mini doll set which is ten thousand yen about a hundred dollars oh it's a set man that's pretty good <laughs> yeah <laughs> get mickey and mini in their in their outfits there yeah they're nice i oh, like them it's good it's okay and then we have a uh, big band beat merchandise as well yeah, those are always kind of cool. Those little, um, like, Mickey... What are they? Mickey action figures? What do they call them? I don't know. Figurines? Yeah. I guess. They look... They really look like Mickey. It's kind of it's kind of disturbing. Yeah, it's like a miniature version of him. It's just like exactly how he looks. <laughs> it's creepy. You yeah, can kind of do interesting things with them. Oh my goodness! Like, and, like recreate like a murder scene or something, <laughs> <laughs> or have him like you know like put him in like really weird situations. Like you can make like a, you can make your own little maquettes of different places in Japan, like Lawson and stuff, and have Mickey go shopping at Lawson or who knows. You know, use your your the sky's the limit with your creativity and these oh these God. really realistic figures. <laughs> so if you want to recreate a murder scene with Mickey Mouse dressed. From Big Band Beat. Have him fight Godzilla. <laughs> you, you could buy it for 10,000 yen, which is about $100. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't I just have this mental image in my head. <laughs> you ruined it. Now we know who the Zodiac Killer is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and there's also <laughs> Mickey stuffed badges. Uh, Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, and Donald. Uh, you can get those for 1,900 yen. So just about... 19 18 19 dollars so that's a little more a little more reasonable that's totally reasonable and those are pretty cool i don't know how long this stuff is going to stick around though it's probably not going to be around for too long a uh, few months probably tops who knows <laughs> i'm not buying it so i don't i don't care <laughs> i mean you know if you're buying it um like what like people like if you're overseas what are your options for buying these things like do you find like a personal buyer or what do you do oh yeah, I, or go on eBay, I guess. Yeah. I, I know there's, like, Japanese people here that sell stuff on eBay, but they charge an exuberant amount. 
yeah. for it. And it's and it's not always consistent either, right? Yeah, I guess you know, I I can I can see that though because it's kind of like a pain, right? You go there, you get in line or whatever to buy the thing and so it's I can I can see why they I don't know. Have to charge a lot. <laughs> and it's got to be a pain to do it too, right? Like to like go and then you have to take it to the post office like i I can't i can't i couldn't do it i couldn't do it you know what okay so this all our news is merchandise chris yes well we 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 have one more thing of merchandise okay one more thing uh photography gear this stuff is actually pretty cool it is and this is at the disney gallery which is closing soon at disneyland so there's this like really cool tote bag that comes with like this insert for your camera. Yeah. Cameras and lens, which is actually kind of cool. That is such a good idea. I mean, like, okay, so technically you could buy that at like the camera shop for cheaper. But mm-hmm. the tote bag is cool. It's got, you know, like those little like photos on it and stuff. So it's kinda it's kinda neat. Yeah, it's nice. It's if you're like serious about your photography, I guess, you buy that. That's right. It's cool. Uh, there's also this neck strap. <gasps> yes. I, I kind of want it, but not for the price. I think, yeah, you and me are both in agreement here. Like, I I don't know. I don't know if I can justify it, but it's so cool. It is so the cool. Pr- the price is 10,000 yen, so it's about $100 for this neck strap. Okay, but look, okay, let's look at neck straps in the camera store, right? Like, really good ne- neck straps are like what? Like $40, $50? About? 5,000 yen, maybe-ish? Maybe. 4,600 yen-ish? I have no idea. I'm the guy that was taking photos with his iPhone last week, and I just got a camera. But I <laughs> so think so. I, I think so, right? Like, if you buy, like, I don't know, like the Coleman or Nikon yeah. or something like that, right? And then um, it's Disney, so bump that up, like, an extra 2,000 yen, right? So that brings you up to 8,000 yen, right? And then it's huge, it's like a fashion accessory too. So Yeah, it's like a scarf almost. It is. It looks like it actually looks like it could keep you pretty warm. And oh my god, my favorite part. It has a compartment so you can put your your lens cap, which if you've ever you know how it is, right? So you're watching a show, like maybe a parade, and you're taking pictures, and maybe you're watching at the beginning of the parade route, and then you want to run to Tomorrowland to take more pictures and you kind of have to like get everything like sorted and then run you know if you have your lens cap bam already there you don't have to reach down into your bag to put it on your camera it's you you just go you know so I I kind of I kind of like that you can put your extra memory cards in there you can put your little wiper in there to wipe the lens I mean it's really good I like I really like it I like the design okay now that all that is mentioned okay maybe a hundred dollars isn't so bad did i justify it <laughs> i think so it also it, it also folds up so you can put your entire camera in it yes you're welcome olc uh, go buy it people go, uh, have to go <laughs> oh my goodness and then there's also a, a cheaper little strap it, it looks like a keychain yeah i don't like those no. It, it, oh, it's a lanyard, I guess, is the best way to describe it's, it. It's yeah, it's kind of I don't know. It, it worries me. It looks it looks a little flimsy. Like I think it's just meant for your cell phone. People you, you I think you can use it for your camera. Like if it's a light camera. 
yeah. you can use it like a casual camera but i wouldn't use it for your big camera because that that no, no, looks no, a no. little flimsy you no, know if you're carrying a thousand dollar camera uh-uh. you definitely don't want nope, nope not at all nope 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 so little camera okay yeah big camera no no how much is that um i don't know <laughs> it's cute though super cute yeah yeah, it's weird. The, the website doesn't have the prices on here. It just shows that, oh, you can buy it. Cool. I know. I was like, what? what is this? Why, why oh. did they do this? You know? Here we go. It's 2,500 yen. I just went to a different... Okay. Different spot. And that's about right for that. Yeah. And the tote bag is 8,900 yen. So it's about $85. I want to know what the material for that tote bag is because it looks like that plasticky material. Yeah, I have no idea. Which is not that nice Hmm. but the design is good i mean it really depends if you're really into that line of goods you know because it it has been like a popular line of goods in the past and it's like your last chance to buy it right Mm -hmm. so i think for those people it's it's really great you know i think so it also seems like a little bit of a cash grab a little bit a little bit right just a little bit and all this stuff goes on sale on september 23rd (gasps) tomorrow <laughs> oh my gosh yes. there's gonna be a line it's gonna be crazy maybe i hope so uh, i doubt it all right and also there was some big news that was announced uh yesterday or the day before yesterday um but we're not gonna go too much into detail about it now because we're gonna we can talk about it for hours but they just released all the information for fiscal year 2017 which includes their entertainment schedule mm-hmm. and some of the special events that are coming next year uh most notably is the pirates of the caribbean event at disney sea for the summer yeah that's definitely the most interesting and then and just did you uh, see you know, the all photo? the stuff we knew yes it's from the disneyland show <laughs> and i think from the nighttime part of the show so I got really excited before reading it. I'm like, oh my gosh, are they going to do something at night? And then I was like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so we will go into in depth on that next episode. But if you want to read up on it beforehand, we have it all on our website. All right. So that's enough for the news. Now we got our crowd forecast. Crowd forecast. So we get our information from tdrnavi.jp. They have information in Japanese and in English for up to six months in advance. So make sure you use them to plan your trip. All right. So this is for the week of September 26th at both Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. So um, on the 27th, it's actually 80s for both parks. And I'm not too sure why. What day is the 27th? It's like a Tuesday, Wednesday. It's like middle, like middle of the week, and, and it's I, not a holiday. No, so I, weird. I'm wondering if it's like a. Is there some if, kind of like event going on or something? I checked. I didn't see anything. So either it's a glitch on their end, or it's just there's something happening that we don't know about. And I don't know what that is. Because like the Duffy stuff comes out on. What day? The first, the first October first. Right? So it's so, not yeah. that, and it's it's both parks. It's so weird. It, it could be the weather. Yeah, I don't know. But kids are still in school, and Silver Week. Oh, you know what it could be? It could be a glitch. 
because I think they use the information from last year mm-hmm. to kind of figure out what it's going to be this year. And it could be that Silver Week last year affected the numbers. Oh, maybe. Right? That might be it. But that's kind of interesting. So maybe we should go check it out to see if it's really crowded or not. Yeah. And then the the rest of the week is fine. Like it's low 50s for both parks. Only that day. I'm telling you, I think that's what it is. Probably. That's a, that's my guess. Hmm. <laughs> so that's it. Cloud forecast done. Okay. So in the parks, in the parks. Patricia, what did what did you do this week, or did you even go? Um, I didn't go to the parks. I did see Mickey and his friends outside of the parks. What? How did, How does this happen? Okay, so um, every every year, um, we have something called Urayasu Festival in um in our city, and the first year was actually the year before the big earthquake. So that w- that year was the biggest year. Um, we had um, different things from festivals all around Japan. It was a really, really amazing festival. And um, Mickey showed up in, I think, the Dream Cruiser, the Dream Cruiser 2. The, there was a limau scene and uh, some, maybe something else and some dancers, right? And um, after that was the earthquake, so it was uh, canceled. They, instead, it was like a recovery parade and uh, the... Uh, Japan Self-Defense Forces came out and people kind of came out to like say thank you to them for like the things that they did for the city. And um, so after that, it was kind of like really subdued. And this year it's starting to kind of like get back into the original feeling of the parade. Last year we did not have Mickey in the parade, but we did have the Duffy bus. So I was kind of hoping the Gelatoni bus would come this year, but it didn't come this year, unfortunately. But we did have Mickey and his friends and some cute kid dancers who are super, super duper adorable. And um, it's very easy to see, especially if you are staying at the Disney um, Wish or Disney uh, Discover, the new hotels. And um, actually, that was my tip of the week. Uh, so I'll just do my tip of the week right now. If you're in um, Urayasu and you're staying at one of those hotels during the month of September, check out what date you're staying. And if it's um, a weekend about the middle of the month, they might be doing this festival. And it's really, really interesting because uh, not only can you see Mickey for free, um, but uh, like I mentioned before, you have different things from festivals around Japan. So this year we had the uh, two Neputas, uh, which are from, mm, where are they from? Gosh, I forgot. I'm so sorry. Um, but it's really, really cool. They're like these, um, these they light them up and uh, they're like hand painted and they're like incredible. Go look it up. I think it's from... I cannot remember. I'm so sorry. I'll I'll, uh, I'll let Chris know later. And also there was um, from another festival in Akita, um, these giant lanterns. I mean, they're huge. I mean, like rows and rows of lanterns. And these guys basically just, they light them like they're lit with fire. And then um, from the inside, so that they're glowing. And then they balance them on their heads. And it's really, really cool. I'm like, how do they do that? But um, that was also really interesting. And it was my first time seeing it. And usually you have to go to that region in Japan to see those things. But um, if you're staying uh, close to Disney, you can see them without going anywhere, which is really neat. And they have a bunch of other stuff going on that day. So uh, you get to go to a Japanese festival. So that's uh, what I was doing in the outside the parks and also my tip of the week a little early. 
<laughs> well, Japanese festivals are always so much fun. I love I love going to them. For sure. You get to try interesting food, see interesting sights. Um, some people wear yukata, uh, like Japanese summer kimono. Well, it's autumn, so but it's it was still a bit warm. So um so there were still some people dressed up. And it's it's just all around kind of like interesting to see that festival atmosphere. And um, besides that, uh, we went to um, Xperi to see this movie, which is doing gangbusters in Japan. I think it's actually going overseas uh, to different countries now called Kimi no Nawa. Um, It's called Your Name in English, I think. Yeah. And it's so, so good. So if it's uh, coming out at a theater near you, check it out. I was like really, really like um, pleasantly surprised because people kept telling me, oh, you have to see it. You have to see it. And the trailer looked so interesting. And it was so good. So I, I'm not going to ruin anything for you, but check it out. Did you see the movie yet, Chris? No, I have. I've seen it advertised. It's advertised everywhere. Everywhere. Here. I think it's it's one of the, the biggest grossing movies of the year here. And um, it came out a while ago in the theater. Xperia is still packed. Isn't, like, the story, like, quickly here, um, it's about these two people, a guy and a girl, mm-hmm. and they dream, but their their dreams are, like, together or something like that? Like, it's something like that? They, they fall asleep and they find themselves in the other person's life. And they, okay. they have to kind of, like, leave each other messages so that they know what to do during the day. You know, they're they're kind of like experiencing like the person's day, and it's 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 like really, and their their fates are kind of like tied. It's really really interesting. I think I'm gonna have to go see it. <laughs> go 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 for sure. Um, but Chris, what what were you were you you actually went to the parks this week? So what were you doing, man? Well, I was trying out my new Canon camera. Very fun. So I was playing around with that and made some mistakes, but get, I'm getting I'm getting used to the camera. It's cool. It's cool. I like it. <laughs> I figured instead of buying the new iPhone 7, I'll buy myself an actual camera so I can take better photos. Because the iPhone takes pretty good photos, but I've kind of out, I outgrown it for photography and I don't want to get into like serious photography kind of like what you do, Patricia. <laughs> But I kind of wanted something that was a bit bit better than an iPhone. so Especially for nighttime, right? Oh, yeah. The iPhone is terrible for nighttime photos. Yeah. So I was doing that today. And it was also raining today. So I was doing a little bit of research on what happens when it's raining in terms of where do characters go? Like, where are the greeting uh, guests? What happens to the shows? What happens to the crowds? We actually need to do this like a podcast on this because it's actually very interesting. And there's like things that only happen on rainy days, which are mm-hmm. really neat. It uh, Yeah, definitely. So I was doing a lot of research on that. So we'll talk more detail about that later, obviously. Um, another thing that I did, this is not really in the parks related, but I went and I rented. Yes, I rented Zootopia from the video store called Sutaya here over the weekend. Oh, and I rented it. Well, it's it's available in Japanese, of course. And it also has the uh, English audio on it. But I rented it so I could practice my Japanese even further. Since I know the story of Zootopia, I've seen it in English and everything. I just wanted to try and see how much I can understand having it in Japanese. And I did pretty good. I was pretty happy with myself. That's awesome. That's a really great way to study. 
Mm-hmm. So there's a well, there's tons of Disney movies, so I can go and rent tons of Disney movies and study that way. And I can also rent the uh, movie or like the DVDs or whatever you want to call them with all the shows from Disneyland and Disney Sea. Yes, like, for sure. They have tons of those there, so can rent that i'm kind of excited to do that (laughs) another kind of like it's kind of really i don't don't know if it's only here you can rent cds yeah you can rent cds so you can rent park music too which is awesome (laughs) but you know what i don't have a cd player anymore oh no that's right that's right where would you play it (gasps) well actually you can actually rent a external cd drive from sutaya now really yeah, it just hooks up to your computer. Sutaya is like one of those those really weird things that it's it's um it's weird that it still exists, you know? It's always busy. Like I live in a very residential neighborhood mm-hmm. and every time I go there there's always tons of people. Oh man, they closed ours. <laughs> really? They did. <laughs> they have but they ha- you know they have um Sutaya online too. Yes, I saw that. They they do streaming and stuff now. They do, they do, yeah. And it's actually installed on my TV because my TV has apps on it. Yeah, exactly. Just... Yes. So I, I can rent stuff from Sutai if I wanted to, which is actually pretty cool. Right? Especially like, like on a rainy day or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, speaking of shows, we're going to talk about a different show from Tokyo Disney Sea. So, we're going to try something a little bit different. Normally, we would go and talk about, you know, Halloween at the other park cuz last week we talked about Halloween at Tokyo Disneyland. And normally we would talk about Tokyo Disney Sea now. But we're going to kind of rewind a little bit and we're going to talk about a past Halloween show at Disney Sea. <laughs> Mysterious Masquerade. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a very mysterious masquerade. Oh my god. <laughs> I love this so, show. So this was a stage show that ran from 2009 to 2010. So it was it was very short-lived. Sadly, and I never got to see the show in person, but I I watched it like a million times on YouTube, and I have the music. I listen to the music all the time. I just I absolutely love it. Such a good show. So, Patricia, do you want to explain what the story is, since you know it better than I do? <laughs> okay, so like Mysterious Masquerade, there was kind of like a few things going on at the same time. We had the stage show. We also had um like a a greeting show in the harbor um, at Lido Isle and uh, the characters would come out on the gondola and then come and they would uh, like dance and it was really 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 wonderful and the, the greeting show itself was also really fantastic uh, both of them were, were worth seeing and um, I'll never forget like the, the 
costumes for that show were just exquisite, like gorgeous, the detail, everything. So here's what happens in the show. You have uh, two hosts and they come out, you're, you're MCs, right? And um, they, there is, um, in front of the Hightower Hotel, uh, there is this masquerade party, right? And um, there's various artifacts kind of like around the stage. And, um, you know, the they start the masquerade. The music starts up, which, okay, if you have not heard the music for this show, go pause the podcast right now. Go watch a video. Go get the CD and listen to it. Watch it. It's amazing. Um, and the best time to see it is at night, if you can find a nighttime version. Um, but they, you know, the, the characters start coming out and they're introduced and of course Donald you know is a troublemaker and he goes up to this tribal mask and he's like he's like messing around with it and they're like Daisy's like Donald don't do that and he's like whatever I'm gonna do it and Minnie is kind of like freaked out when she comes out and Mickey's like oh don't worry and um she's right to be worried but you know Mickey whatever ignores her and uh so donald touches a mask and uh everything's kind of cool but the mask comes to life and starts chasing donald and he's cornered and then he disappears in like a, a plume of smoke right and then he comes back and he is like possessed by like those tribal spirits right and then um, this goes on for each of the the characters, right? One by one, um, they're kind of like taken and uh, they become like evil spirits, right? Like uh, Pluto, uh, sorry, Goofy becomes like this really cool like uh, pirate. Minnie becomes like, uh, like a, a go- um, what is it? Like an Egyptian goddess. Daisy becomes an Aztec goddess. And uh, Chippendale become, they were so cute. They become Kyonchi. Do you know what a, a Kyonchi is, Chris? It's like a Chinese ghost? It's like a, some sort? yeah, pretty much. It's like a Chinese vampire zombie. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's really weird. And they jump because their bodies are stiff, right? Because they're dead. So they yeah. kind of hop around. And it was really cool. So like the Kyonchi, like the like Chippendale themselves are super adorable. And the Kyonchi dancers are like doing like these crazy flips and stuff. It was really, really neat. And so while this is happening, so all these characters are disappearing and stuff. Like I'm, I'm, just, I'm like just saying that they're disappearing. But at the same time, the stage is moving and transforming and spinning. There was so many moving elements to the stage. So not only were the costumes amazing, not only was the choreography and the music fantastic, but the staging itself was super interesting. Um, so you had so much going on. And um, so Chip and Dale come out. Uh, Mickey finds himself um, alone, right? Uh, and uh, this is when Egyptian, Egyptian Queen Minnie comes out. And this is amazing. So she comes out and Mickey's like, Mickey's like, oh my God, you know? And Minnie comes up to him and she just pushes him aside and Mickey is so traumatized he's like he's like covering his face like he's like oh no what do I do right um and then um Mickey's cornered right there's uh all his friends are like oh coming right 
And then um, the they you get to the only tonight segment of the show, which is like the dance segment. All of the the Tokyo Disney Resort shows. There's always usually like kind of like a dancing segment, right? And um, only tonight comes on, so it's you know the ghosts are like, look, only this is our night. Only only tonight, right? We're we're gonna we're gonna have some fun and come out to play, and then everything will be back to normal again, right? So Mickey's like. All right, that's fine. Let's do that. Ha <laughs> ha. And <laughs> um, you you dance, and it was so fun. And um, then oh, and at the end of the show, like the characters start coming back, right? And Minnie had this part where she's like at the top of the stage, and shoo, she changes back to her costume. It like in like a a second, and it was just so unexpected. And so surprising, like, the first time that you saw it. It was like, oh, my gosh, you know. And there is not one part of the show that I did not like. I mean, this show, you know how I always complain, like, oh, we've seen this parade for, like, three years or four years or whatever. Um, and they never used to do that. And, oh, it's terrible. This show, they could run forever. And I would not care. It was so <laughs> well made. And the first year was the best year because um, the tribal people had like uh, real drums. So it was live drums. And then later they, they incorporated it into the CD. So they didn't do a live anymore. But that first year was just perfection. And I don't know what else to say except that it was amazing. <laughs> and there was pyro. And OK, so, uh, um, you know, we're so used to there's no nighttime shows anymore. But there was a daytime version and a nighttime version. And the nighttime version, the pyro looked fantastic. And it was just like perfect on every level it was like a like what i like to call like a god level show you know that's that's pretty up there it's pretty up there like that's like the for me the best halloween show in either uh, part I, I wish i got to see that in person like i was like my my first visit to disney sea was was in 2010 but it was during the summer so i, I wasn't there for halloween so I, I i missed it i just missed it I got. I got up. Makes me sad. That was like the first Halloween at Disney Sea too. And I got up at like four thirty in the morning, and I was waiting outside the gate before the gate was even open to get to the gate with about maybe three other people or something like that. Four other people, and then more and more people started coming as the morning you know got brighter and they opened the gates at about six o'clock in the morning and then we ran and i'm such a slow runner <laughs> but um i made it to like the gate and um man it was so good it was worth it it was worth getting up that early so kind of to give people this image in their head um it was in the american waterfront in the the waterfront park yeah so it was like right in front of the Tower of Terror. Yes, and that backdrop, so, you know. It was just oh, like it's just like go and watch the video. I will put a video link on the show notes and go watch it. Do yourself a favor, sit down, pour yourself a glass of wine <laughs> or whatever and watch this show beginning to end because you will not regret it. Trust me. Um yeah, it's just like having this beautiful backdrop of the Tower of Terror and having the story just incorporated into Harrison Hightower and everything. It's just, like, that was just so well executed. I feel like it's, they set the bar too high. 
because ever since then like every other show even though it's okay like i think the closest like the 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 show that came closest to being like a a good show <laughs> after that show was the one that was like 1920s style that they did that one time only the skeleton one oh that was the yeah. closest that i came to enjoying not nearly mm. as much as mysterious masquerade but i thought it was interesting right. and it was fun and it was a really great show and and villains is okay it's really it's fun but the like that bar was set so high everything was done so well that they've never been able to reach that again oh <laughs> and i think that's yeah that's like that's... oh it's so you must be so proud of yourself and at the same time going, what have we done? <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot. No. <laughs> but like the music, the music is so catchy. Like I, like today, I think I listened to the song like four times. Oh my God, me too. I guess because it's like, is that Halloween season? Yeah, just from beginning to end, it's just a fantastic piece. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's really hard to explain. You have to listen to it. It's super catchy. Like the music is just really good. I love it. It's so catchy. And yeah, the the uh, of course there's always a dance. They always teach you a dance. I'll never there's forget always... that dance. I'll never forget <laughs> it. Like like you saw like during the 15th anniversary when they did um the announcement for the 15th anniversary, right? Leading up to it, they did all the shows. They did Bonfire and they did uh, Mysterious Masquerade and they did all those. Yeah. Like people remember that. They remember because you had so much fun and you went so many times, you mm. know, p- people like they still remember the the moves, you know, people just remember that they really do. Oh, and this was also a lottery show as well, wasn't it? Yes. For, oh, that must have been tough. It was a <laughs> to lottery get. show. And I think there was a kids viewing area as well. And you could see it from outside, though, which was good. Oh, yeah. I, the, I guess that would make sense. But yeah, like the the American Waterfront Park is kind of like it's like a big rectangle, in a sense. And you could fit a lot of people there. I don't know why they don't use that area anymore. Yeah, they need to put the. What was the last show that was there? Like the Spring in New York. I think you're right. That was almost two years ago now. Yeah. Or was it the Christmas show? No, I don't remember. No, no because that Christmas. became the stupid, the stupid show that they do now with the barges on the the water, the drive by show. <laughs> you know, I don't like. I don't really like. I don't like that show. Yeah, I really don't. I, I wouldn't even. But, the fact that he has the name of the show that they that they took it from, it's ridiculous. Because that show was an other, and we'll maybe talk about this later. But that was another god level show. That original Christmas wishes was again perfection beautiful oh. <laughs> you're making me miss these shows i haven't even seen in person <laughs> oh my gosh you don't you, you, like that's the thing like even watching the video you can tell right oh yeah you can tell it's like such a different level oh yes <laughs> darn it okay, okay. so if, if you want to watch it it's on youtube we'll have links there uh, if you want to actually buy the CD, you can find it on Amazon. Just look for uh, Disney Sea Halloween Mysterious Masquerade. It's up on there. And if you live here in Japan, uh, head over to Book Off and you will find used copies. I, I see them all the time. And you can get it for like a thousand yen. So about $10. So 
super easy and I highly recommend it. And I think they have it on DVD too, on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's part of the Disney Sea the best mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh Blu-ray set that came out this year. I haven't seen the one that came out this year, but if you guys see it and if they do this, let me know if they're still doing this because they would have like different cameras and one of them is like really clear, like a new camera, and then one of them is like not an HD camera. And it drives me crazy. So it goes from beautiful to grainy. And I'm like, why do you do this? Why do you do this, OLC? Have you seen that, right? So I I was at Sutaya the other night. Uh And I was looking through the Disney Resorts DVDs they had there. Yeah. They had had DVDs and Blu-rays. And on the DVDs, they had like this little legend that said like H and S, I think. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. the H meant HD, and then the S meant standard. Yeah. So some of the shows were in standard, some of them were in HD. So and like, that's probably what you were talking about. And like for the older shows, I understand. But for the newer shows, it's like, invest in one more good camera. Please. You know. <laughs> please. please. If I'm spending like $200 on a box set, I want it to be perfect. Yes! <laughs> How hard is that? <laughs> Apparently it's hard. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So let us know what you think of this segment. If you guys want us to do more of it, less of it, let us know. Because it was it, it was actually a lot of fun talking about this and making me making me nostalgic for a show I never got to see. I, I kind <laughs> of like hope that one day they'll just bring it back and make if you're listening, we'll see. Make a show that you pay for, like at Disney World. I would pay. I would literally pay to see that show again. And I think other people would, too. I would throw money. I'd be like, let me go. I want to see it. Seriously, just to be guaranteed a seat. And, like, I don't even care. I don't even care what the, like, what the cost is, you know. Um, I don't even care if the park is open to other visitors. You don't have to close it like Disney World. Like, close it to other visitors. Leave it open. Just charge. And, and I don't even care if the people watching from outside see it for free. I will pay the ticket to see that show again. Or do it in the, the- Broadway Music Theater or something. Like, kind of like you have moving parts that you can kind of like work around with right i mean seriously i mean make it a pay show because yeah do something like uh, valentine nights yes like do something like that like yeah i would pay for it because valentine's night valentine nights is worth paying for it is it really is so i would i, I would pay for this definitely hands down 100 percent. yep and 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 my my husband would too and my son would too that's like three tickets like, I mean, this is a show that people would bring, like, not just themselves, but, like, their friends and their family, too, you know? Definitely. All right. So, well, next was supposed to be our park tip, but you already did I that. I did it. Sorry. <laughs> so, so we're going to skip over that, and we're going to go right into our listener question. And this one comes from Matt, and they ask, which Disney hotel would you choose and why if you could only choose one? Hmm. So it's it's a really interesting question because it, it, it depends is. on so many different factors. So if you were just to like ask me and I had to give you an answer straight away without thinking, I would just say Mir Costa. Agreed. Mir Costa, hands down. Yeah, that's what I would pick. It is stunningly beautiful. It is it is in Tokyo Disney Sea. Uh, did I mention it was stunningly beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> um, the rooms are amazing. Uh, the restaurants there are, are really good. Uh, the restrooms look like they have gold faucets. Like, come on. That's amazing. Isn't it? 
It is. It's gorgeous. <laughs> and it's just a really, really well executed hotel. Now, I haven't stayed at all the Disney hotels in the world yet, <laughs> but I could probably say that Mir Costa is pretty close to the top, if not at the top, for best Disney hotel. It's it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. The level, like the the quality that went into like the building materials, the intimacy because it's a little bit smaller. Um, that your 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 room is part of the park. You know, you you open your window and it's like right there. Like it's it's just amazing that drive. Uh, even if you if you come up in a car like or a taxi and you drive up to like the front of the hotel with that beautiful fountain, you know, like every single part of your experience is like perfect. The restaurants are fantastic. Um, there's nothing. There's nothing I can say. I mean, there, there's a couple things they could do better, but I mean, it's it's wonderful. It's beautiful. The only thing that's bad about it is the price. <laughs> it's not cheap. I mean, it's it's not, but like, it's it's a Disney hotel, right? Yeah. And and like you know, like the the Disney hotels that are like on property or or like really close to the parks are are expensive, no matter where you go in the world, right? If you go to like Grand Floridian or the Grand California, and you know, it's it's similar. The price is similar, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say the only like the thing is when you compare them. Each of the hotels has like its kind of like strong points. Miracosta is overall like a really well-rounded, strong hotel, right? You have um, Ambassador, which I would place third, but in terms of design, I would place second because it's a beautiful hotel, like very Art Deco, and and again, really, you can tell the building materials are very expensive, very nice, um, great lounge. And that's the only place where Miracosta is a little bit weak is their lounge area. The hours are a little odd because it's it's um, usually like a full like a table service restaurant. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, a course menu. Um, so it, because you have that beautiful view, of course. Um, so the lounge hours are a little odd, although you can always sit at the bar. And um, but the Ambassador Lounge is great, great for relaxing after coming in from the parks. Great for just like a quiet cup of coffee uh, to to gather uh, to gather your strength before going back home or whatever. And it's um, it's got a really great atmosphere. Um, and then Disneyland Hotel also has a fantastic lounge, right? And Disneyland Hotel has a um, I've been inside the Miracosta Concierge and the Disneyland Hotel Concierge Lounge, and the Disneyland Hotel one is much prettier um, and much nicer. Um, but the Disneyland Hotel, it's bigger, has more rooms, and you do get a view of both the parks. But um, the building materials a little cheaper, a little. You can tell it's the the quality that went into it is not as high as the other two hotels. Um, but it's a fantastic hotel, great restaurants. Um, but I agree with with you, Chris, one hundred percent, Miracosta all the way. Yeah, if if you can say Miracosta, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Absolutely, do it. You will not regret it. Trust me. Um, and I haven't stayed at the the Celebration Hotel, so I don't really have an opinion on it yet. It's it's like um, I guess like a moderate. It's a moderate hotel price, but I would say it's closer to like what we value. would call value in the states. And even then, the value hotel in the States, like if you go to Disney World, 
the detail is more. Right? Except inside the rooms, the detail here is probably better. But the the overall hotel area in the States, the detail is more. So it's kind of like a weird, it's like a weird in-between. You know? Yeah. I, well, I guess the value resorts at Walt Disney World, they're kind of full like encompassing right whereas the one here like it's right in the middle of the city there's only so So, much they could do right yeah because they took these other hotels that they had owned and they basically repurposed them Mm -hmm. so they did the best they could with what they had they did and they did (laughs) a really nice job like if you go to discover and you go to wish it feels like a disney hotel which is so weird you know because like what like last year it was just like a normal hotel but they they do manage to transform that area into a Disney experience, which is really, really interesting. Mm. And to kind of add to the whole Celebration Hotel, I uh, a couple of people asked about this, how to get to the Celebration Hotel. Okay. And there's actually, there's a, there's a shuttle. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and it's right outside of Tokyo Disneyland. There's like the, the whole shuttle bus area. And, and also from a Disney Sea as well, so... Super easy to get there. Super duper easy. There's a shuttle. Um, if you come really late at night, I guess you could walk it or take a taxi. You just take a taxi. It's straight down the main road in Shinurayasu. So, um, yeah, take the shuttle. Super easy. Um, and the shuttles will take you back and forth to the parks. Um, you get early entry, which is fantastic not so good for all the other early entry people because it's a lot of people in early entry right now so it's getting a little crowded but um they're they're good little hotels and they're in an interesting little area all right matt thank you so much for your question i know we went a little in depth but that's okay that's what we do that's why we're here (laughs) (laughs) so if you if any of you want to ask any questions make sure you send it to us contact at tdrexplorer.com and do me a little favor just put podcast question in the subject line just so i know that you were listening to the podcast that's all i want that's all i want all right so that does it for this episode episode 54 awesome oh my gosh pretty soon it'll be episode 100 (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna be so old by then no (laughs) no we're not no we're not we're not that old we're not that old All right, so make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and on Google Play Music so more people can find us and plan their trip to Tokyo Disney Resort. And again, if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, send it to us, contact at tdrexplorer.com. And spread the love. Tell people about us. Everyone, tell tell everyone. And you can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I almost forgot the URL there for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your host, Chris, the amateur photographer and chief content editor for tdrexplorer.com, and I'm also eating all the sweets and alcohol and (laughs) everything everything i eat everything and as always my beautiful co-host patricia hey guys thank you again for listening and um we'll bring you another fun exciting podcast next week uh so check it out and keep exploring see you next time later bye bye